0: You're listening to Season 10, Episode 153, recorded on January 12th, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Chase Gasoy. But first... Our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more. For as little as $1 a month, your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's Comedians Interviewing Musicians.
1: Hello, and uh, welcome Ooh. to Comedians Interviewing Musicians, presented this by Music First Hand. Oh yeah, Kim, come on with that. This is my beautiful co-host, Kim Stacy, wearing a rockin' tinsel scrunchie. How you doing, Kim? Ah.
2: Uh, I'm feeling my uh, Tanya Harding self today, like very ice skater slash um, party princess slash um, gem she character. Slash. You can't see Why? Uh,
1: and we're also joined by the lovely and talented Jeez. Chase Gassaway. <sighs> Out of applause. Hello, Thanks neighbor. for being here, Chase.
3: Thanks for having to me. Go. Is there another way to answer that question? People always say thanks for being here. People
1: I
2: know. I just crowded. just so you're welcome.
3: Yeah. It's <laughs> like if you have a crowd of people and you say like, "How are you guys doing tonight?" and they just say,
2: ah. Uh. Right. I had a joke like that when I did stand up was like, "What if someone just like answered back and they're like, "Not good. I yeah. have diarrhea." Like Well, at I least they're being be honest. honest.
3: I think it's starting Exactly.
2: So, how <laughs> so Chase, how are you doing? Specifically, your bowels.
3: I seem to be okay.
2: Specifically, how are your BMs today? <laughs> Good.
3: Um, I could say consistent, but it sounds like I'm making a pun. But am I?
1: No one wanted to know about the consistency of. Okay, anyway, so we are here, joined by the lovely and talented <laughs> Chase Gasaway. This is comedians and ring musicians. My name is Becky Jo Neal my beautiful co-host, Kim Stacey, we would like to uh, quickly shout out and thank our Patreon subscribers and our patrons. Uh, without you, we would not be able to do what we do. Um, also, I probably wouldn't be able to pay a bill or two, so love you, mean it. Um, we are running a special sort of a promo this month uh, in honor of the new year, and we wanted to have some new friends on our Patreon list. So if you refer a friend, to join uh our patreon and we've you know you let us know that you had a friend join we will on air roast their social media and or their instagram their twitter uh, we will stand a fan for at least three to four minutes on the air and just roast what you got for us like we do uh our regular artists um i think it's gonna roast be funny. as in like positive
2: like we can creep on them and i can come up with you know, something. Oh, or... no, I'm
1: judging. I'm judging you know, like a Tinder profile. <laughs> if you have more than one dude in your profile picture next, you got a fish next. You got a baby, but it's not yours next puppy. That's not yours. Yeah, next. I want to no. talk about that. Where did you find the baby? How much was the baby? Yes. Does the baby have any special talents? Can it speak? Is this a movie? Okay. Also, uh, if you are already our Patreon subscribers, uh, you know that we have lots of exclusive content coming. So stay tuned this year because we are about to kick off a huge, like two month uh, at home tour where we're just going to give you lots of shows. So stay tuned for lots of them. Uh, say, hey, Brian Wolf, well, he's online. He's one of our good Judies. Uh, and we'd like to uh, give a special shout out to Cher T. Uh, we love you, girl. If you need a house, uh, buy sell uh, you need a good girlfriend to chat with over real estate and some wine cheryl is awesome so please be sure to check out share t and her lovely oh, yeah. friend waffles the chicken purse
2: i have pancakes, pancakes over here she's kind of out of it but she's wearing her new year's tiara yes so, uh,
1: specifically yeah. the new she year's tiara yeah um but we just want to thank you guys uh for supporting us and we hope that you get some friends on the bandwagon so you guys can talk about the stupid shit Kim and I put on there. And we've got lots of good stuff planned for this year. So thanks for being with us through 2020. Let's make 2021 kick ass. Um, On that note, uh, 2021 is a new time for us, but we, it's not really like a whole lot has changed other than the calendar and the fact that we forget to write it in our journals as 2021. Um, But what have you been doing to entertain yourself in quarantine? Like how have you been holding up, Mr. Chase?
3: i started gardening
2: Ooh. Mm, any good stuff come out
3: a lot of good stuff came out it's very fulfilling actually it's like people have been doing this for thousands of years and uh there's a reason why but yeah two- we did uh we did melons cantaloupe Ooh! fantastic oh. with my neighbors is like it's like the way things are supposed to be you know it's cool oh,
1: i love that and before um when we were doing our pre-interview, we were just chatting via Zoom, uh, you mentioned that you've been quarantine pod with your neighbors because your kids hang out. Like, how has quarantine been being a dad? Like, is that, and you're an, you're a relative, like, you have another son, but you just had a baby last year. So what what, what has it been like raising a baby, newborn baby in quarantine? In quarantine?
3: Um, well, I mean, like, most of the time you need to be home anyway. So, like, you just- right. You get all those cuddles and, uh, you know, you get to be there for, like, the moments more, which is nice. You um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: can go, I mean, you definitely go crazy sometimes because you are stuck in a house with a toddler and a and a newborn. But um, we made it okay, I think.
1: It's not my first choice. <laughs> well. it was like, count me out. Um, speaking of counting, uh, we have a little ticker running at the bottom yeah. of the screen Woo, here. Come on, Segwit. Uh, Mm-hmm. uh oh we forgot to prep you on this uh chase but surprise you're gonna have to come up with an emoji real quick uh we like to give y'all the opportunity while listening to this show to tip our lovely and talented artists uh so if you can find the venmo it's at chase Gasaway or paypal chase Gasaway at gmail.com make sure that when you tip them uh in order to keep track because some of you are listening to this tonight some of you are listening to this you know uh December of 2021 We don't know when you're listening to it But in order for, to not confuse Chase By getting random tips on Venmo Please be sure to put uh, a fist bump So they know you're in music first hand That's our thing, the fist bump And uh, whatever emoji Chase What kind, What's your favorite emoji So that when you get a Venmo notification With a fist bump in this emoji You'll, you'll know it was from this show
3: uh, Give me the merman <gasps> Genius with a little trident
1: perfect like okay fist bump and the mermaid oh, with a trident that's how he'll know uh, uh yeah, i just Aquaman. think that's funny because you know for tax reasons you'll be able to track where those came from uh so tax yeah when music. you're when you t- it's important kim uh so so chase be sure to do the fist bump and the merman um Chase, what oh. oh kim michael miller says my good friend
2: chase with
1: oh, oh hey, big bold letters yeah, and then he a crying emoji. Are you lying, Michael? Who was your real friend? Who, what if he's like- the
3: Tears of joy, there's a, a subtle difference.
1: Oh, oh yeah, tears like- Tears of joy? I thought yeah. it was like this. No, uh, I, no, yeah, like what if he's your mortal enemy and he came on here just to <laughs> hack your Venmo? <laughs> to with you? No, yeah, Mike what a, ju- a, no, thank you drummer. for joining us, Michael. Really? Um Chase, what? okay, other than gardening and in quarantining, how has uh, the creative aspect of your quarantine been? Have you been writing a lot? Have you not been writing? Have you been, how have you been creating? I did a good amount of writing.
3: Um, It's weird at first, you kind of just veg, I think, for a while and get used to what's going on. Um, I had, I counted it up the other day. It was roughly like 30, 30 gigs canceled. (laughs) <laughs> We're just peppered throughout the year,
4: uh,
3: but you know, that's just what was going on. And so I focused on, uh, just working on recording, working on demoing, being home with my family. I was working at my church a lot, just doing the uh, recording and you know, editing every week and just figuring it out. And you know, we all had to, like, one of the greatest things about quarantine is that everybody just had to figure it out together among this like unified reason. Like, so everyone's like, well, it's quarantine. So I understand. Yeah.
1: I feel that. And you've got this like really not, we, uh, our sound check took all of 45 seconds cause you're obviously an engineer and uh, you've got a good setup here. For the podcast listeners, is that just like a regular curtain, but it looks like those like soft sound curtains or is that just a regular curtain?
3: It is just a regular curtain. I believe from at home. It's cute. I'm in my bedroom yeah. tonight. Uh, just the way our house is laid out is my wife, my wonderful wife and the boys are upstairs. And as long as they're up there, I can't hear them in this part of the house. And this was the closest to my router. So this was the ideal spot.
4: Yeah. My wife
3: picked these out. They got this kind of polka dot pattern here. It's nice. It's charming. They're super pretty. Kind of mid-century. I think
2: yep. we might have the same curtains.
3: Really? Ooh.
2: Yeah, I'm in my room too. And they look very similar, like the color and everything.
3: The curtains on the other window actually say "comedians interviewing musicians." I should have. Oh my god! Are you
1: guys in the same room? Wait a minute!
2: Hold on. It It would be great if if I like just showed
1: up on his other
4: side.
1: Just if you popped up into chase's <laughs> zoom box i would cry and leave no oh my god no because I, I, for the podcast listeners i have these terrifying miniatures that i've been making they're during not quarantine. terrifying it's terrifying because i have nothing to do with my hand we had nothing that, we had, we, it was yeah. a break that part is terrifying but the themselves they're very cute they look like little fairy houses and they took each like 25, 30 hours to do. And they're rough when you look up close, but I'll be danged if I'm not gonna make some mythical fairy very happy one day. I have no idea what I'm gonna do with them. They're just accumulating now. Are I'm, they co- on I'm the a collector. MLS marketplace?
3: <sighs> See, I. Mm, What's those things?
1: Facebook Marketplace, and no, I know no, it's no. supposed to be safer than Craigslist, but it feels worse.
3: No, like the actual home marketplace. Is it the MLS? Oh. Is it called the MLS? Been a while since I bought a home
1: yeah i don't know the home marketplace
3: you need to have lunch with your realtor friend to talk about fairy homes and how to get them home.
1: oh my god what Aww. if Cher t can sell the fairy home there it is oh see okay music firsthand hand is asked in the comments any questions for chase also michael miller wrote, <laughs> i love he chase and then me. just use a very plain smiley a very he's <laughs> like don't give them any reason to no think anything Uh, And We just want to know if you have any questions for him. uh, Listeners online, uh, send them forward on the comment section and we will ask them. But I think it's time to hear a song. All right. Yes. So let's give it up for Chase Gasway, ladies and gentlemen. How
3: does that sound? Still okay? So this is a song I wrote uh, in college in my second apartment. I was living with my buddy Clint Bratcher and um, we lived in this apartment that uh, was obviously in a bad part of town we didn't realize it because there was way too many floodlights in the parking lot like an obnoxious amount and so even in the middle of the night if you went outside on the balcony it was just bright and lit up and uh it was a good metaphor and so i wrote this song it's called bright shining day
4: Said they'd love you, but they're leaving. Now you got no hand to hold. And if you're looking for a reason, every night will come and go. So don't lose hope in the sunrise It's gonna be a bright, bright, shiny day Even with things just don't go away We will not lie down and let them take everything we find Stranger to addiction, the sirens know my name. But every man will find some friction, trying to keep his head on the street So I don't lose hope in the sunrise. It's gonna be a bright, bright, shiny day Even if things just don't go our way We will not lie down and let them take Everything we're fighting for just a whisper, a chorus or a groan. If you raise an hallelujah, you will not sing alone. So don't lose hope in the sunrise It's gonna be a bright, bright, shiny day Even if things just don't go away We will not lie down and let them take Everything we're fighting for it's got to be a bright, bright, shiny day Even if things just don't go away We will not lie down and let them take Everything we're fighting for Everything we're fighting everything we're fighting for
2: yes that's from your certain circles album isn't it yeah yeah so beautiful
1: thank you Sorry, I pinned my friggin' video, and I don't know how I did that, so, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, Becky Jo is from my podcast listeners. Becky Joe is very confused, and she's trying to figure out the internet. I'm so good at computers, y'all, just so you know. Ooh, we have a question from Bree Hutchison. Uh, wow, right. Does Chase believe all gingers are secretly leprechauns? I mean, there's really no
3: denying that. <laughs> That's... That's obvious information. It's like global warming. You can pretend that it's not a real thing, but everyone knows it's a real thing. You know?
1: <laughs> Thank Actually, you. <laughs> um, I spent some time in Ireland last year and my drunk mom asked about a leprechaun and our tour guide at this one point was just like, yeah, the leprechauns are real for drunk people in Ireland. So it's pretty real in Ireland. Like He was just like, yeah, when you're, that's just like a, that's like a, it, he's like, it started as like a, it's a way to say you're wasted. Like, oh, I'm seeing leprechauns.
3: No, that's different, okay.
1: Yeah. And then it's just like, oh yeah, the leprechaun is real, meaning like people get trashed. But that was just for his village, I, I don't know. I can't speak for No, all, but...
2: I have a ginger brother and I'm pretty sure he's a leprechaun.
1: Yeah.
2: But like really? the one from the Jennifer Aniston horror movie. Oh,
1: wow, yeah. No, yeah. your brother's way too tall, isn't he tall? Um, this, I
2: don't know. I haven't really seen him in shorts a lot, so I he could be standing leprechaun- on something. Is-
3: when people think it's not a stigma, it's it's something to be revered. Yeah, it's holy. It's good. Yeah. Everybody well, free-
1: speaking of leprechauns, just kidding. Um, <laughs> we would like to thank uh, Jake Farr at Far Guitar Studios. If you need a guitar lesson uh, while you're in quarantine, uh, he does that. So be sure to check out Far Guitar Studios and Gerald Bailey at Gerald Bailey Cooks will teach you how to cook during quarantine. So it's been it's been ten months. If you're still making ramen, don't be that sad it's- one. Yeah, uh, move on. Also, Debbie Stanley for your house concert needs. Uh, she's got yeah. you covered. Um, and Brian
2: Wolf, check out if you're looking for more podcasts other than ours, check out his podcast, Greetings from Wherever, which we are featured on. So. I wasn't going to talk about Brian because he's here, but. um, um right. I think he deserves it.
1: <laughs> well, hi, Brian. Also, Jeff Plankenhorn, check out Jeff Plankenhorn. He has a great Patreon too, and he puts stuff out like on the daily spectacular
3: i love plank plank is one of my favorite musicians isn't he the to best experience him make music that bastard he was the first guy i ever saw use a b bender actually that's a nerdy music thing but it was at the well, old one-two-one bar like when it was actually at one-two-one i was like what's that guy doing it's b bender and he yeah he's, on, he's amazing
1: yeah he's like he invented the guitar he play, it hit i mean anybody who makes their own yeah i'm a hundred percent he's magical, he's magical. He's a, yeah. leprechaun. a Leprechaun. No, Kimberly is I, not a redhead.
2: I was just backing up. Chase said it first. I was know. just backing it.
1: That's fair. Um, oh, sorry. It's Gerald's Kitchen.com. Not Gerald Bailey's Kitchen. I'm an idiot. Fire. Um, anywho, uh, Kim, why don't you take it away, Miss Stanmail Mail creepazoid? Ooh, I have a, I have two quick things before we do uh my
2: creepin'. Uh one, what's a bell kit?
3: What is a bell kit? Yeah, Um, a bell kit is actually one of the most often misidentified pieces of of instrumentation. It's it's called sometimes called a glockenspiel. Okay, it's a little little metal keyboard instrument. Okay, a bell kit though is usually like for students. It's like the one I usually play is for kids. Like it's for for,
2: yeah. Is that the one that kind of? It sounds like you're on a toy piano. Yeah. When it's on, oh, because it like it's it does sound like Jimmy a Fallon's doing the thing.
3: Yeah, I have a toy piano as well. That's got a little bit more of a haunting sound. It's a lot, okay. It's used a lot of my covers record. The um, bell kit's just more like a traditional chime, if you will, but not a tubular bell. I think okay. it's more Specific.
2: Yeah, because you was you were listening good. a lot of things that you play, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them was a bell kit, and I was like, "Is it just like a bunch of bells?"
3: One of my one of my biggest videos actually on YouTube is me playing a 12 bar blues solo on uh, on a bill kit. I think it's on there. Ooh. It's only like 45 seconds, but. Dang. It well,
2: is. it's very good. And speaking of your bio, uh, I really like just the uh, little drop in there that slightly husky vocals. Yeah. Like the slightly. It's like. It's
3: really hard to write about yourself.
2: It's extremely difficult. Yeah.
3: That was actually yeah. uh, Heidi art from McGuckin PR. She yeah. actually, I think I she like came it. up with slightly weathered voice too. That was a good one. Yeah. Way to say, I sound like I'm it's out. good.
2: Yeah. It's really wet. And like, you're like, okay, that's hilarious. And then you listen
1: to your songs and you're like,
2: yeah, it's actually slightly husky. Yeah.
3: Sounds like and he's like, it's, yeah. Siberian.
1: And you should leave a slightly husky tip on Venmo <laughs> At Chase Gasway Venmo with a fist bump and a merman with a trident emoji. So he knows that that's that you tipped him because you listen to the show. Just in quotations,
2: slightly slightly husky.
1: Yeah, I'm killing it today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) Also, she pushed her hair to the side, flipped it, sat back. I can only imagine that she crossed her legs. I'm killing it today. (laughs) I really am. Mess with me. Try Come, come at me come for <laughs> me okay so now we're going back so usually on these I go all the way back like to the first post on your social media oh. so I went all the way back to 2012 Um, so oh, some of these oh, are wait, slightly
3: wait, wait, no. yeah no I got I, I a myspace did you find my myspace
2: god no I should have
3: pretty sure there's some... who, re-
2: who was your top eight the last time you used your
3: MySpace, who was your favorite? Oh, man. Um, Philip Creamer, who is now under the title Creamer. Got a band right. called Dovetail in Nashville now. They're it's awesome. Good.
2: He sounds um, like he's on
3: uh, OnlyFans. Uh, he might be. He's got great hair. Yeah. Um, man, I don't. Well, Tom was in there, obviously. Cause you yeah. Remember that guy. <laughs> I think my friend Paul was on there. Paul O'Brien is a bass player. Um, yeah. It was back yeah. when you actually put your friends there. Yeah. No. But
2: then it was like a big drama, though, if you yeah. one of your friends dropped on the ranks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually, I've lost a lot of friendships because of that. So I just like to publicly apologize the fact that everyone took that so personally. Okay. So your fr- uh, first question is you did a uh, flashback of a photo of you from a yearbook. Can you recall the story oh, wow. you wrote called The Hill? Which you wrote in the first grade.
3: I uh, vaguely.
2: Yeah. So Can you give was us a my, synopsis?
3: I was at my parents' house for some holiday or just visiting, and they are always finding <laughs> boxes of old things. And the elementary school I went to had, like, a book publishing, you know, classroom thing. Yeah. Leave believe the hill had something to do with penguins. Oh, <sighs> so bad. And going up a hill. Um, I'm sure That's- that was the actual – it was very heavily, heavy-handedly the climax when they actually got to the actual top, yeah, of the hill, and then I guess they went back down. I don't.
2: And they went back down. So it is literally America. the prequel for March of the Penguins.
3: Yes, they. I mean, wow. I never got royalties, so I'm a little Okay, well, about that's
2: that. super. I had up. March
3: of the Penguins in my top eight up until that point, and wow, then,
2: and then slipped yeah. it off. Played yeah. Them. Well, I was also published, uh, but I was published in a third grade. Oh, okay. I was in a, a poem book, and I just wrote about, I grew up in the Northeast, so I just wrote about putting all the layers on for yeah. going out to sled, and then at the fairy line, it was, oh crap, I have to pee. And that was, you know. And then the climax
3: was, was just removing the layers.
2: Removing everything to urinate.
3: Yeah. Sounds sterile
2: yeah it was uh it was a beautiful piece of art i'll have to say at least you removed everything yeah Yeah, i mean better than the other uh, i mean let's be honest and everyone's peed their pants when they're in snow pants because you just didn't make it in time no just me you okay have a lot
3: of confidence i don't <laughs>
1: Uh, Mostly, well, uh, also uh, Earl Manning and uh, McIntyre are here right now, so just want to shout out to our patrons. Yes, anybody else? Earl and Andy, we love you. Put them put
2: on here if you've peed your pants because you were too late. Oh, all the time. Yeah,
1: not even. Also, sorry, Mike. Peep snow pants. Thanks, McIntyre.
3: Hashtag PP snow pants.
1: Sorry for that ridiculous. I don't know if y'all saw me like the the inside of my face just die, but my. My Wi-Fi router was just like falling off the wall and I had to text my dad to come down here and fix it. So that's why my face was like, for the podcast listeners, it looks like I just had a stroke on during our thing. But don't worry, we fixed it. So I'm not going to leave you alone. Never mind. Go back to peeing your pants. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so uh, in August, on August 18th in 2012, uh, you it's had a picture of you hugging. Sully from Monsters, Inc. Oh,
3: uh,
2: yeah. It was a good year, it sounds like. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, which Pixar or Disney character are you?
3: Am I? Um. Yeah.
2: Which one like, you think you are?
3: I mean, I could go real deep with this. Let's see. I've always had a connection yeah. with the old prospector from Toy
1: Story. Oh. Like the... Yeah. Oh, with the hat?
3: Yeah, yeah. Kel- yeah. Kelsey Grammer yeah. actually subbed the voice. He was playing. Yes. Mm-hmm. By Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah. yeah, you know.
2: But he turned under out to be an evil guy.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the third act. Damn. So you just wait. Everyone thought I was all charming. And then... <sighs> okay. Well, this whole podcast is going to go somewhere different. Can I, I change like, it
2: actually? <laughs> no. Right. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs>
3: Um, no, I like, I'm going to say Slinky Dog. Same Same vein. Okay. Still Toy Story story
2: thing. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. You can, you can be a 50 50.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I love Jim Varney. I grew up watching the Ernest movies a lot.
1: Oh yeah. There was,
3: if you were ever sick growing up. You watched Ernest Goes to Camp. Yeah. But you had to like, your mom had to go to Hollywood Video and actually get the rack of them on VHS.
2: Oh yeah. If they
3: reserved those for sick kids. You had to say, my my son is home at six. It's like, oh, here's all of the Ernest movies. <laughs>
1: that was a real thing. Your yeah. your video store did that. Oh yeah. Why is that so cute to me? Why does that make me happy? It makes me sad. <laughs> no, can you imagine some like like now you know like because i think about like there are a lot of people kim and I, like m- like my age that are still obsessed with disney and i'm like you are in your 30s or whatever like what you are 28 years old that is too old to still be into disney but to think that they were like 30 year olds at the time that those were released oh, that were yeah. like still into disney and can you mm-hmm. imagine that like me a version of myself that still loves disney walking to a black bus, and like no ma'am are you a kid homesick? <laughs> Do you have a kid? And you just have to be like, I have a kid at home that's sick. And like, I'm old enough to believe that. So it oh, could yeah. be true. But I don't know. That I feel like I would still want my local Blockbuster guy to be like, that's for Timmy. He's got strep. Like, get out of it's here. It's like
3: ordering off the kid's menu. Like, everyone knows that you're ordering it for you. And you have to pretend that you have a kid just to oh. get the cheaper burger. And everybody knows. All the time. Yeah. My mom does that still. Shark well, burger. Deanna, it's
2: really this, this easy burger. because now it's like
1: DoorDash and
2: everything and so it's like you don't know that I don't have a kid here. All right. You I saw
1: I, I saw a couple that went on their fir- for their first date they faked a proposal and they got everything for free that night.
3: That's brilliant.
1: Yeah. They like met on Tinder and he was like, I have this idea. Do you want to try it out? And she was like, hell yeah. And they met up at, the, they met up at like a casino where they could really get free stuff. You know, like you yeah. can't go to like, you don't want to go to Olive Garden and fake. They're still going to give you free breadsticks or whatever. But if you go to somewhere fancy and you act like a fancy couple just got engaged and you're at like some casino and then you get, you know, 200 bucks to go play genius. tables. And they give you, it's, yeah. it's genius. You upgrade it's your hotel room. Also, I hope they are married now. I hope so, and at the very least, I hope it was a good date. I hope one. I hope they were good kissers. I hope they called each other the next day. I don't know. They that had is, coitus. That's a genius date. I would a hundred percent marry that person. I'd be like, let's just yeah. do this. It's genius.
2: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, speaking about love, do you remember <laughs> your first animated crush?
3: Ooh. Did you Mine was Prince Eric. My... <laughs> is this like a thing that I have to get correct, or did?
2: No, no. I just—it was just a question. I don't think you ever posted.
3: My first animated crush—I um, wish I could say it would be Belle mm-hmm. from from Beauty and the Beast.
2: But was it really Ursula?
3: Well, no. Um, well, Beauty and the Beast is is tragic because it's a very messed up story. It's so, Beast, right. Yeah. It's Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of sins in there in general. Mm-hmm. um probably my first crush was actually a uh, gadget from Rescue Rangers.
1: <gasps> I loved her
3: because she was i she's intelligent and that's what I was attracted to she's very, she was so cute too like oh my god, mousy. I loved her. she was, she was a mouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: okay wait wait hold up <laughs> i'm d- I'm not even gonna pay you know I'm not even gonna
1: say anything.
2: I'll just well, let yours. Yeah. Listener. Yeah. Oh no, no. Mine is
1: hundred percent mine too. One hundred percent. Yeah. It. Yes. Or or um, I can't remember what the girlfriend's name was in the goofy movie, but the girlfriend in the goofy movie. Oh yeah. With the long red hair and the little yeah. green top. I just like that you guys are attracted to animal people. Yeah. Hey, you I'm sorry. You didn't want me to be attracted to her, but you gave her boobies like that. <laughs> You don't want me to be a to her, but she's got a dump the truck.
3: Goggles! Look at the goggles, and she was rocking the jumpsuit long before it was a thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. And she's yes. Like Apple bottomed double. Yes. Up on a Tuesday. Okay. okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see it. The short mm-hmm. shorts. Yeah.
1: Okay. The crop top. The crop top. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. not saying the clothing has inherent d- sexuality, but yeah.
3: she had leadership. You know, she was she ran was the show.
1: Yes, she was gonna wear whatever she wanted and she was gonna be taken Sexy seriously. Woman in charge. Okay. Michael Miller, Michael Miller also is my second one, Jessica Rabbit for sure. But she oh, was yeah, she was the kind of crush where we you're like, you would not talk I would never right. approach her, even in cartoon world. I would never approach her. But I would hope to God I would be at her show and I would be that person that's like, She loved me, she made eye contact with me. That would be me.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Rabbit, I probably would go see a show of hers.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, as a fan. But yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't play patty cake with her.
1: No, I could never. She would. It would be like so no, intimidating. I just. Yeah, mm. you would get in so much trouble. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd. I'd end up like, not washing my hands for a week because it smelled like her lotion or whatever. Like that would not be cute. It would be border on Stockholm syndrome. Terrifying. It would be a whole own terrifying Disney movie. Yes. Too it's much. Really. The sequel. <laughs> like oh. so fast don't bring it up if you don't want to know Kim you asked
3: we finally found out who framed Roger Rabbit,
1: Roger Rabbit. it was me he never deserved her <laughs> that's rude he makes you laugh I can make you laugh
2: and make you food yeah she's a great cook okay so Chase this might be news to you but you're a dad I know it's shocking <laughs> Um, when What's the show? Is it Maury? <laughs> yeah, you are, a a you are. the father. You are the father. I remember watching Maury.
3: I, I watched uh, Springer as a twelve. Did you
2: watch the spinoff to... though of Steve? Like Springer's bodyguard got his own show. Steve, <laughs> I remember, his...
3: remember that happening? Oh my game. god!
2: No. Yeah, and it's yeah. awful. Like Jerry Springer is not a qualified the therapist or you know relationship coach or whatever he calls himself but definitely steve is not he's dumb and he doesn't ask good questions and he's a boring host i'm sorry steve (laughs) if you're listening to this but you bet (laughs) it ain't good but my roommate and i are actually going through and we're like watching all like old trash tv like we were watching uh sally jesse raphael Uh, just raphael yeah Watching some good stuff mm. (laughs) Some of it does not hold up
3: If you were a kid, sick, you would watch Ernest and then one of those shows You know Yeah yeah. I would
2: watch Jerry Springer but it would be Like volume down really low Because if my mom caught me watching That trash of like Like two Hot Women Going at it Hot, as in quotations.
3: My favorite thing about Jerry Springer is that he would just have this, you know, just diarrhea of a show for the whole time. And then he'd come out at the end to encourage you to, like, be, be better than what you just saw. Yeah.
2: Love each other. Yeah. Take care, yes. Take, care Take, care Take care of each other. Care of yourself. Care yourself. Take care of each other.
3: And then, so <laughs> like now,
2: that's the sign off, and we're like, and that woman is holding found... that other woman's yeah. weave. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't
3: it was like say that, that. That placard kind of fake brick wall behind him. Yep. You know everything oh, about the show is just a facade.
1: Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Next week, do you have a best friend that whooped your ass in a public setting and then made you apologize for banging her boyfriend? Call one eight hundred Jerry Springer, and we'll get you to L.A. Like, oh man, I mean, at least, at least, um, the dude on the Price is Right who was telling people to spay and neuter their pets wasn't like actively having dog fights on the stage. Didn't he do that spay and a neuter flex. your pets? Wasn't that Bob Barker? Bob Barker
3: would encourage you to spain
1: oh yeah I he would say, all about that but he'd say spain are your pets but he also said that but didn't fight dogs and cats on stage or anything <laughs> but jerry's like
2: me i don't know that would have been fun no uh sally though is badass because she shushes her audience oh yeah and it's really sally. funny because they're all like yelling and then she'll just go shh Shush, and you just hear her shushing and it took us a while to figure it out we're like who in the audience is shushing and then you see it and it was like sally just shushed her audience shushing is it's
3: never so... appropriate to do to anyone except for a child really uh, <laughs> there's no really appropriate time to. Shush.
2: yeah but it was like it was the 80s and the yeah. 90s you had to well, shush adults
3: well done.
2: yeah can't do that now
3: shush I,
1: yeah i don't think it's acceptable to shush grown adults no, but in the 80s and 90s, it totally flew. I'd like, honestly, though, that's I'm a bit of a firecracker, but that would But send. you're
2: in her house and you're talking over her. You better shush. The
1: only person I would let shush me is um, Jessica Rabbit. No, what's her name on uh, Patty Lapone. I would let Patty Lapone shush me. Okay, she that's good. People on Broadway, like if your phone rings, she will stop the show. <laughs> she will. <laughs> She will
2: come right down. Oh yeah, she will. She will punch you. Okay,
0: okay before Chris
2: just told me to shush.
1: Um, what?
2: You just a couple me of songs. You shush!
1: I'm gonna get uh, him.
3: I think this all started with the question of my my fatherhood of
2: you being that, a dad, and my other root
4: questions.
2: So now I have to skip all of my questions and then just say, "Can you give us a dad joke?"
3: Yes, um, I'll tell you my favorite. Okay. I have a few of these. The best dad jokes just happen in the moment, and yeah, you know it's a dad joke when no one laughs. They just go,
2: Ugh. yeah, and they just groan and walk That's away. That's
3: their appropriate response. Yeah, you
2: want.
3: yeah. Um, so one one of my favorites, if I have to, you know, if I'm on on the spot. Um, so this guy goes in to a doctor's office, and he's hysterical. Doctor, doctor, I'm shrinking, I'm shrinking, I'm shrinking And the doctor says, okay You're just going to have to be a little patient
2: (laughs) Okay, yeah Okay, I just put my (laughs) head on the microphone
1: (laughs) For the podcast (laughs) listeners, Kimberly just melted
2: (laughs) Wait, give us one more Regime yourself (laughs) Regime yourself?
1: Um
3: Well, have you heard the rumor about the butter? No, no. Well, I refuse to spread it.
2: (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Uh huh. Becky Joe hates it. Mad at you for it. I love you for
1: it. Thank you. I don't. I don't like a tease. I don't like it. I just want to know the rumor. I just need to know. Uh,
2: All right, let's hear a couple more songs. Okay. From Chase. Give it up. Give it up.
3: I can do this two ways. I can go serious to fun, or I can go fun to serious.
2: I don't know. Where do you want to
3: take us in the last half? Yeah, do you.
1: This is your rodeo, sir.
4: I'll
3: start fun. Yeah, here we go. My mom bought me this ukulele. They briefly lived in Hawaii. Well, briefly, like three years. Um, But they bought this for me in Maui because I wanted one. And this is the very first song I wrote on it. And uh, for any English teachers watching, um, it is just terrible grammar, but it's on purpose. So it's like, you know, intentional. It's like when Mark Twain did it, except less racist.
4: Ain't nothing wrong with feeling good, there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good, everybody cries and everybody should, but there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good, you got that monkey on your back, trying to throw you off the track. You don't even have to notice or react Just look him in the eyes and tell him that There ain't nothing wrong with feeling good There ain't nothing wrong with feeling good Everybody cries and everybody should But there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good faith, cause even if you don't, well you don't have to change, but there ain't nothing wrong with having faith, but if you'd rather see the sunny side fall on the undignified, then don't look so confused, And when it starts to rain, you got no one to blame. wrong with feeling good there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good everybody cries and everybody should but there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good there ain't nothing wrong with feeling good.
3: So that's the happy stuff it's the good stuff um, I've been told I'm relentlessly optimistic and I think that's a good thing and uh, most of my songs aren't love songs some are but not all and uh, it's because I've had just a really really great love life my wife is a uh, she's my second girlfriend if you if you don't count middle school if you count middle school she's my third girlfriend and um uh, so i don't really my parents are fantastic they raised me well and gave me freedom to be an artist and uh, so i don't really have parent angst or love stories so i just choose to write about life so this is a song i wrote from my grandpa um this guitar i'm playing is a gibson i'm a gibson guy the very first guitar um that i bought was this one before i even knew that my grandpa Uh, He had a 1946 Gibson LG that he left for me when he passed away, and um, the very first lick I ever played on it was this one here. I went, I never played it before, and I sat down trying to figure out, you know, how to process exactly what that meant, and I wrote this song called "Where I'm Coming From." So this is for my grandpa. This is for my dad. This is for me. Where I'm coming from.
4: I've got grandpas Beat up guitar It's got stories that you'll never know Well, some will make you smile Some are better left untold It's been worn in Fixed and broken. It's got bruises, but everyone was earned. Well, sometimes getting hurt is just the only way you learn. But if I tune it up just right and play it loud and bright. The stars will realign And you might understand Where I am coming from I'm not perfect Hardly worth it I've got stories That you will never know Some of them I might, all the better ones I stole But if you play your cards just right And open up your eyes You might just see the light And you might understand where I am coming from trying to keep on fighting it's so easy to let them drag you down will i keep it up when there's no one left around where well, there's nowhere left to hide i am who i am and i'm doing all right if you just take the time then you might understand where i am coming from well i am my father's son and i know that he's proud of the things i have done if you knew the mess i was. Then you might understand where I am coming from. You might understand where I am coming from. Then you might understand where I am coming from.
1: That's absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank you so much. Uh, If you guys are just joining us here on Facebook, we are here with Chase Gasaway. We are comedians and movie musicians. If you're enjoying yourself and having a good time, please, 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 please tip Chase on Venmo or PayPal. There is a little ticker running at the bottom of the screen that will let you know uh, where that is. Oh. I just want to say one thing before we
2: go to our next thing is that uh, Chase wrote, um, composed a whole score for a short film called Take Two. And it is absolutely stunning and beautiful. And it's so fun to listen to. So please go and do that. And support him by all of all of this because they can yeah, buy your totally. albums and stuff on yeah, i'm on all the digital things
3: yeah if you go to my website i can send out you know hard copies i still do. yes
2: yeah just, please you know, drive the house.
3: drive them off okay.
2: yeah oh mm. uh and also you have a, uh, a cover that you rearranged um and it's never there by cake yeah and it took me so long to figure out what you were doing it took me too long until it got to like a certain verse where I was like this is fucking cake (laughs) and I got so excited and I was stunned because I love cake and the fact that I couldn't like figure it out and I was like this is it's just such a beautiful cover and it blew my mind you're just so talented and when it comes to rearranging and scoring things it's just it, it blows my mind. I think that you're a genius but anyway
3: everyone should go and
4: i was very that. briefly
3: in a Cake cover band for just two two gigs
4: oh
0: where
3: well, we actually did it like that you know cake is one of my favorite bands of all time actually my i wrote a paper in college about how cake is essentially of the same vein as baroque style fugues which is super nerdy but it really is they each just put their own melody and it intertwines and it's beautiful um but yes for two shows as a cake cover band we were called Icing
1: Gosh, I love it covered. <laughs> that's genius <laughs> genius I oh, love that. and
2: hate it all at the same time it's it's so good it's so good yes. Yeah. Please did go you check out Chase's stuff when you did that did you rearrange all the songs or did you play them no we played them later. like
3: it's actually really fun to learn cake songs just as a it's really as a player what's wonderful about cake songs is that because they're so independent of each part is that you can learn your part but the really the only way to enjoy it is to play it with other musicians and so the the shows that we did were a blast it was some of the most fun i've had on stage because everyone knows the music and they get into it and
2: yeah they'll sing along that's always so fun
3: yeah Uh,
2: uh, well totally
1: obsessed with it and Kim's a huge fan. Um, fan. I know before uh, we were doing our pre-production interview, uh, you talked that we're we're in the process where a lot of artists are getting to play in venues again, um, in safe spaces and things like that, and being able to socially maintain social distance while concerting. Uh, And I know you wanted to shout out to a bunch of places that you've been working at lately. So where have people, where can people see you? Um, Where have you been playing and what's been that experience like?
3: Yeah, just started kind of uh, in the new year, picking up some gigs again, um, you know, felt able to go out and be safe and, you know, i going to eventually get started up again, you know. Uh, so most of my places have been either outdoors or with like plenty of plenty of room. Um, so the venue's coming up uh, here the rest of the month and in February. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Front Yard Brewing, brand new brewery in Spicewood, Texas, and they are fantastic. Uh, all the beers are delicious and uh they take care of you there and it's a big outdoor area with pickleball and stuff for the kids there's also a winery attached and it's just beautiful and if you're looking for a venue to go see music and feel safe there's plenty of room to spread out there it's awesome it's in the hill country it's fantastic um i'm at desert door which is out in driftwood and it is a so tall distillery it's the only so distillery in the united states currently so it's a cool vibe out there, but Dang. I'm usually outdoors for that. And um, I'm also playing at the Hyatt on Barton Springs, the Hyatt Regency, for I believe it's called Regency Rhythms, and uh, that's mm-hmm. coming up actually this Friday.
1: We yeah, and that's a <laughs> music firsthand show. So uh, right. if you follow the Music Firsthand Patreon and Instagram, which we have a new Instagram because our last one got taken down, so be sure to follow the new one. Um, too many nudes. So too many nudes. Too many nudes. Um, it's just a the bane of our existence. Uh, mm-hmm. but. If you want to check out some of the higher Regency stuff, be sure to follow us on there and you can see all the show postings. That one um, is
3: actually funny. Like you wouldn't expect it. That's one of the better, that's one of my favorite places to play because you're in the big hollow triangle. Yeah. The, and the acoustics are amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah the yeah. acoustics are really great it's there. Really and it's there. crazy. Yeah. yeah, people are like, what, what do you mean? Like that's a yeah. venue? And it's like, yeah, it's actually dope. I mean no, I it's super
3: cool.
1: South, I saw South by shows there. Like, yeah. When, when that was a thing. Is that still oh yeah And uh, when they're outdoors They're gorgeous Like up on the river yeah. Like it's stunning Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, Beautiful. Um, Okay So this is the uh, portion of our show um, Where I have made a game for you This is going You're going to I'm going to give you a name uh, This is obviously a made up name But you're going to tell me Whether they're friend or furry Your uh, latest album has A bunch of uh, people wearing mascot costumes on it And uh, And literally all I could think about was furries because I don't know. I don't know that much about furries. I just know that they exist. And I've watched a couple disturbing documentaries, but I know they're people. So I knew that there would be, and they're usually an online community. So I figured I could go onto some forums and find some names of some notable furries in the community.
2: I
3: mean, at Um, the time of that record, I was unaware of the furry culture. And I mean, I fully I aware. I had no idea actually. And then um, I was actually touring that record. I was staying in a hotel like a few months after it came out. And I think it was an episode of CSI. Less, right? Yes. Is it the yes. CSI? CSI
1: Miami.
4: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. I love CSI, especially Horatio. Yes. And, um, so this whole episode is about this culture and i just done this yes. whole branding on this and so yeah i guess ask away and we'll see if i've some enlightened since then
1: well it's ah. either gonna be it's either gonna be a mascot or like uh or you know like a, a brand representation mascot or it's gonna be a famous furry um i'm hoping okay so it either has like a name so like the mascot actually has a name Right, if I said, Charles Entertainment Cheese, you'd be like, oh, that's Chuck E. Cheese's name.
3: Right. Great. What, what better animal to endorse a pizza?
1: <laughs> right. Nice, yeah. Ross. Yeah. Watch your mouth. He loves <laughs> furries. <This laughs> is a, yeah, he's going to come out and he's going to talk about it. He's the furry ambassador of Austin. Um, exactly. OK, <laughs> so the first one, Horatio Magellan.
3: And I just guess. It's Is it right. a furry?
1: Is it a friend or furry? A friend being a Brandon Master mascot, and a furry being a furry.
3: Horatio Magellan. Magellan, map maker, possibly a hornblower. Um,
1: I'm gonna say friend.
3: I'm gonna say furry.
1: Okay, Kimberly's right on this one because that's actually Captain Crunch's real name. No way. So fun fact: that's why he has the map. <laughs> His full name yeah, is I Horatio. Right. I get that part right. Yep. And his full name is Horatio Magellan what? Crunch, but I couldn't give you Crunch because Because that's Chewy. Ross. He said that's not a furry. Damn it. I know it's not a furry. Um, the next one is Wines or AKA Joseph Rockets.
3: So they have two names.
1: Yes. Wines, not like it's like W-H-I-N-E-S.
3: Jewish. <laughs> um (laughs) vines or what or what's the what's the alias
1: joseph rockets
3: joseph rockets sounds safe i'm gonna say friend
1: i'm gonna say furry kim's right again uh joseph rockets aka wines is i don't know it could be winnie's now that i'm looking at it but he's definitely a dog um he's an austin texas based artist and fur suitor. that's the people who make them i believe oh okay um and fun fact, there is an entire furry burlesque group in Austin that does furry <laughs> burlesque, and they have a con every year, and Joseph Rockets is one of the, like, main people. Like, he's one of the most sought-after guests of honors at you this. telling me this
3: is a, something I should pursue. I should try to open. I
1: mean, why not? I think you I think should definitely contact them and play there well, this is coming off like we're sounding like we're judging these people. We do not know nearly enough about this to pass judgment. I
2: love Austin for
1: this. No, we're just far too vanilla to understand. So like, these are things I just will not get. But you know what's funny that you brought up the CSI thing because the only like memory... Pre watching documentaries about the furry culture was the scene in that CSI episode where they get into a yiffing pile where they just dump yep. each other. Yep. And I have never been able to forget that image. So I personally mm-hmm. bank CSI mm-hmm. for my prob- probable bigotry on this subject. But okay. Yeah, How about pay for your therapy? Kind of until now. Yeah. <laughs> pay for therapy. Mm hmm. Um, Sir Charm. Sir Charm. Sir Charm.
3: Like, like they're knighted. hmm. Um, Search arm.
1: But they're not British. So that's kind of interesting.
3: Can you be knighted if you're not British? Is that allowed?
1: I think okay, this might give it away. I think you can be a member of the UK and get knighted. Hey, like I could
3: could I ever be knighted?
1: Who can get knighted? You tell me. Search arm. Okay.
4: I found this on the web for
1: who can get knighted. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, you can be an honorary if it's not, oh, okay, I don't yeah. know. But Sir Charm, what's your guess? Sir Charm. Mm. Is it? Mm. Oh, yeah, you have to be of the British Empire.
3: Yeah, which at one point was like everything that the light touches, I think. Right.
1: Is it furry? Because
3: um, they had flags. They would put flags down, and that's how they knew they ruled the place.
2: My guess is furry. I.
3: right. I'm going to go with furry as well.
1: It's a friend. That's Lucky Charms' real name. Lucky the Leprechaun's real name is Sir Charms.
3: How are some oh, of our serial mascots not properly identified?
1: I know. You'd think. You like um, ooh, this one's fun. Hiding Bartholomew something. Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. Oh, it's a furry.
3: Bartholomew?
1: Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. It would be my furry name for sure. Bart Dick Fitzgerald Smythe. That's the thing, be... yeah,
3: like, the Richard is intentional, it seems. I'm gonna say furry.
1: That is Mr. Peanut's full name. Didn't he die? I don't know if he's dead, he's a cartoon, but according to this- I think he passed away last year. Well, no, I think maybe he's maybe the dead? Vo- maybe yeah. the voice of Mr. Peanut did. No, there but, was like a
3: whole campaign because now the peanuts are like a baby and everything.
1: Well, because apparently there was a a cartoon mascot contest that the company put out, and are Planters is it plant? Are they Planters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they put out, and a fourteen year old boy. Grow. Oh. <laughs> See, he has been gardening in quarantine uh, <laughs> uh, the, Apparently some 14 year old kid drew it And they picked his thing And I don't think they gave him any royalties for that So that 14 year old kid should be mad He's dead Mr. He, peanut's dead He was 104 Girl, what? In oh, peanuts. so they killed in the peanuts. cartoon Yeah He he He's dead Okay, that's a Fringy. little dark Why would they kill the cartoon? He was cremated Oh, my God. No. That dad joke went he, too far. <laughs> he, he sips he his died, coffee. He died heroically, sacrificing
2: himself to save his friend Wesley oh, Snipes
1: right. oh, and yeah.
3: Matt Walsh. I think it was during the Super Bowl, wasn't it? The one with Shakira?
1: I died. That's yes, it was. it
3: was. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what teams were playing, but I know that there was Shakira was the halftime.
1: She well, duh, duh. Well, J and she's way better than football. Oh, J yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this one's good. Corbo, spelled C O R B E A U. Corbo, or Spotty Logic.
3: Furry. So they have two names again. Yeah. Spotty Logic. I'm going to say furry.
1: It is a furry, and this one's that fun one. because it's also the only other uh, Austin, Texas furry blogger. <laughs> But this uh, Corbo slash Body Logic is a fur blogger. So they blog about their furry experience and they think that their fursona, I did not make that up. Their fursona is a hairless collar dog, which looks like my dog. And they make this really cool art of them as a furry with my dog's head and like eagle arms. And apparently that's how I just, I love it. I'm a big fan of Corbo. Um, ooh, how about uh, y- Yappy Sly Fox? <coughs>
3: Is Sly Fox hyphenated? No. Yappy Sly Fox. So it's like it's a conundrum. (laughs)
1: Because
3: Sly Fox would mean that they're cunning and they're secretive, (laughs) but Yappy means that they are talkative.
1: Yeah. Have you ever seen a a, a fox scream? It sounds like dying children.
3: It's a dichotomy within their own bodies.
1: Is it a furry?
3: That's your guess, furry. I'm gonna say friend. Sounds like someone who would be a wise counsel. Kim's right again. Of
1: uh, this person I believe is in the UK, I could be wrong. Yappy Slyfox is a fursuiter and puppeteer. Oh no, he's from Florida. Um and runs Furs and org. He runs the .org fursuit website.
3: I don't um, like that he's from Florida. I mean, I can't imagine wearing a furry costume in Florida at any time of hell year.
1: Hell no. I mean, Just that is one way to protect yourself from an alligator. For a few minutes was yeah. I, no, yeah, I, I, I landed in the Florida airport wearing a crew neck shirt and jeans once, and I've never started pitting so fast in my life. I made my own yeah. ecosystem in my armpits. Okay, so um,
3: these costumes I had, where they came from? They came from Lucy in disguise down on Congress. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, love them. We had already started recording the record, and it was like getting close to like where we needed to have. Publication stuff like those due dates were coming around the corner. I still hadn't come up with anything for the the you know the cover, and so I drove my scooter. I used to have this little mint green scooter down to this Disguise. I was actually returning a video around the corner at iHeart Video, and then stopped in there strictly for creative inspiration. Like this place is always like gets me thinking. It's everything in there, and the squirrel head was the one that popped out. Was like I was like it was not a comic looking. Right. Mascot head. It was like a real looking head. I asked the guys like, "Do you have any other things that look like real things?" And so they they gave me the whole lineup. So I rented five of them, and we did the shoot down on the east side. And then my friend Daniel Davis is a photographer. So the shoot took about two hours. We had to set up these big floodlights and get everything perfect. And it was like right the time of the day and shoot it live and everything. And then I thought we were going to be done. And then Daniel just says, "We've got the costumes for twenty four hours. Do you just want to go?" do some shoots so for the rest Absolutely. of the night we just went all over east side yeah. austin various places so it'd be like 2 a.m and i'd like step out of the car and put on like a full polar bear outfit and stand Ooh, i was of gonna guy. ask
2: you which one you were yeah
3: i was all of them at one point okay like i put all of them on for various press release photos but they every time they are so hot like yeah i they're cannot imagine very hot wearing them for unforgiving my friend Ryan was our mascot in college, and in between, in between, like, yeah, quarters. What are they called for yeah. quarters? Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'd have to just ice poor him man. down. There was this ice pack yeah. He'd he like, he put it on his chest, and he'd just hold it. And, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I was I was a mascot in high school, but we were poor, and we didn't have. I didn't have to put on a big head. I just had a toy sword, so. <laughs>
3: What was your mascot? Space.
2: Uh, Victor the Viking. You were Victor. I was Victor.
3: Victor Victoria before it was cool.
2: There we go. Yeah, I was just Victor.
1: My college had like nine different. I went to K State at Kansas State University, and like they had like nine different Willie the Wildcats because the costume was so notoriously hot that they would go through four in a football game. Like yeah. you did one quarter, you were you were done after one quarter because they like. They, he almost like never spent time on the field he was always like dicking around in the hot bleachers like running up and down the stairs mm-hmm. so he was like passing out left and right and then my friend was the woosh shock for wichita state when they won when they was that Oh, uh, he, he's literally just a a, a bundle of wheat <laughs> he's a bundle of wheat wichita Wooshock. shock <laughs> as and we all
3: have been at some point in our lives
1: Oh, that yeah. is so threatening. It's so—I mean—but they went it's to the final four. Just a bundle four, of wheat. They—they they dominated that year at the final four. It's all I gotta say. Okay, sorry. There's four more. I promise. Um, okay, so, <clears throat> poppin' <laughs> fresh. Oh, well,
3: that's a that's friend. a friend, but I don't. I know this one.
1: You, you can you guess, Mr. Poppin' Fresh? Um, okay, Gringles? I'll give you. I'll give you a small hint. I'll give you the names of all of his family members that the brand decided to give him. His wife's name is Poppy. He's got grandmomer and grandpa, uncle Rolly. His kids are Popper and Bun Bun. And he has a cat and a dog named Biscuit and Flapjack.
3: What the hell? He's not the the, the popcorn that was on the...
1: Not popcorn. Okay.
3: Not pop, um, or like is it Baked Goods?
1: It's Baked Goods.
3: Baked Goods. <laughs> <laughs> um... Is it the name of the of the guy, the
1: uh... Pillsbury Doughboy guy? Yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Mr.
3: Poppin' Fresh.
1: But see, honestly though, his name is That's kids right. Poppers and Bun Bun, and he's not a gay icon. That's kind of dumb. Um, just saying. <laughs> uh, okay. How about Lefty the Helping Hand?
3: He is Hamburger Helper.
1: He knows it's Hamburger. It's the Hamburger Helper guy.
3: I know uh, Yeah
1: the little left hand with four fingers that walks around like it's a yeah. cousin hamburger helper becomes nice.
3: way more uh part of your life once you have children.
4: Like
1: Yeah. Uh hamburger helper was definitely a staple when, when you're, you're single. Out. Yeah. I mean it's a pound of ground beef. It's... One person, one pound. It's Yeah. Um yeah, no, help me.
2: Is, <laughs> help
1: yeah, me hamburger
4: help. macaroni
1: all day, all day. Um, okay, here are the last two. Uh, Dairy Darry Dari. I just, I wanted it just to be a furry. I Monticore. just need it to be. I just sounds need it. Sounds like, be uh, for me, Chase what, is torn.
3: No, it sounds like the beast from uh, the new Pixar movie.
2: Oh, oh uh, or
3: Manticore.
2: Yeah. What is that movie? With Chris Pratt. Yeah, not Probably. far away, is it?
3: No. <clears throat> Onward. Far out.
2: Onward, thank you. That was
3: manticore. This is not. This is Montecor, French. Montecor,
1: yeah. and there's a. Cat I'm gonna tail. say
3: furry. I'm gonna say furry.
1: Okay, both of you are correct. Uh, Dari Montecor, Dari Montecor is a first and art director of the Euroference, which I'm assuming is a Euro conference. Um, this is, by the way, I got all of these fur furry names from wiki fur um i just searched fur events global fur events and i clicked on them and i just looked through like guests of honor so these are your so instagram ads are gonna be nuts gonna i'm doomed but yeah, um, all to our calendar. yeah just <laughs> burn my phone Throw yeah. away, start over. Address. Uh, But this is a quote from their Wikipedia page. He adopted the name Dari in honor of a tiger, a real life tiger, and Montecor was added in honor of that tiger's dad. So that tiger's father. Oh, um, occasionally he goes by Mohan, but that is reserved for friends and foes. So no in between. Don't try. Friends, friends. or foes. I call him Mohan. Casual acquaintances. On no, a formal basis. <laughs> and this this is the last one, Jason Blake,
2: <laughs> friend, no furry.
3: I want to say it's like your friend that's dealing with furriness and you don't yeah. know how to have the conversation. Oh God, I wish so. Is it a furry because that's a, friend, a funny furry It's name. a friend that has this furry thing, but you never acknowledge it But you <laughs> hang out with him like occasionally like you're at the same show Right, but you don't really I'm sorry. Him.
1: This is my weed guy and we've got to talk about it. Jason. No, uh, Jason Blake is actually the husband Of Derry Montecor, and is he's a furry and he's it's literally all it says on his wiki fur Is that he's a furry? And then he's married to Dari Montecor. That's his entire claim to fame on Wiki Fur. But Jason Blake is an otter. His his furry persona is an otter.
2: And then that's just, I, I want that just to be like the otter's name. It's not like his name. No, I'll
1: go here. I'll show you. I'll show you, Kim. Let's see. He keep if, because name. did he name an otter Jason? No, his persona is, oh my God. Yep. Wiki Fur, the furry encyclopedia of Jason Blake, drawn by, he has like, it kind of looks like Baloo from a jungle book. But if uh, an otter was buff. Um, for the podcast listeners, he's got blue hair, like a hipster coffee guy. And it looks like Baloo. Or the guy from Tailspin.
3: Yes. Which was also Baloo. That's yes. Right. Was it really Baloo? Overlap. Yeah, they it just was. took all the what characters. From and just,
1: and just put it. A- yes, they did. Tell Gosh. me. Tell me. That- like, tell me this is not Baloo got an e-girl makeover on TikTok.
2: Yeah. That's real.
1: But that's Jason Blake. Oh, and um, oh he's yeah, full otter. Look at that tail. But yes. can we say the otter's name is Jason? Yeah. Um but... not the person inside. No. The person it's this literally says Jason Blake is the director of decorations for EuroFriends and and Dan Derry Monticore's husband. <laughs> Although originally born in Britain, he currently resides in Germany.
2: He also I'm fascinated.
1: He's the deputy head of photography at Con Fuzzled
2: i'm i'm gonna go down a rabbit hole tonight a furry hole
3: a furry hole mm, a yeah
1: furry- this is this, been there done that am i right ladies Woo! this is their husband uh <laughs> D- Derry Montecor. for the podcast listeners it basically looks like the the tiger from um the panda movies panda, that uh, Angelina yeah, jolie yeah. plays <laughs> but she's she's jacked and she's got a sword from thor and has some fun um cyberpunk Wristlet's going on.
3: It's not a sword. It's Mjolnir. It's a hammer.
1: Mjolnir. Who knows?
3: Mjolnir. Uh, And this one just says. Here's the funny thing: the real, the only reason I know the name of Thor's hammer is not from any type of comic history or whatever. It's from Parks and Rec.
4: Yeah. I will go Mjolnir
3: on this person. Like, I just. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think we can all agree that, you know, that you're, Chris Pratt.
3: I think Chris Pratt and I would hang out. Oh, yeah, I think he seems like a good guy. Yeah, I've got kind of a Pratt.
2: I mean, I like yes myself no. as I'm,
3: I'm somewhere. I'm the middle, uh, you know. So you have like Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec when he's a little portly. Yeah, and you get all ripped for the. Yeah, I'm the in between. I'm the, the, you know, the evolutionary step that is between those two Pratts.
1: Genius. The, the I mean, in-between, the before and after. Yeah. The in-between, before and after, pizza, but I mean, why not? I wish we, like, I just watched a video of Kumal Mangiani reacting to his buff picture going viral. He and looks good. He looks amazing. Uh, but that I'm with the before a, picture of Roseanne, I'm pretty sure. Kimberly, watch your mouth. You're an after <laughs> picture of Adele minus the racist braids. Um Please tell you hello. have to. Yeah, hello, it's cultural appropriation. um That was friend or furry. Uh, you both did swimmingly. I gotta say, Kim might have kicked your ass. I won butt.
2: though. If we're,
3: I'm glad we went on that journey together. I don't think I could go by myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, I think we're all three winners because We've none all of come us come out stronger. Or at least hairier. Yeah, we just, we just, Harry, it's fine. No different. um But we have, we're going to listen to one more song from Chase and then we're going to cut the feed. And then after that, we're going to record some exclusive content for our Patreon. So if you are not a patron at this point, you can spend $3 and tell, and when in your, like, while you sign up, let us know that you signed up because of Chase gasway's show and we will gas up your Instagram or if you're a friend on, you have a friend the Website, get, whatever. Just let us roast your friends have a good time on tv we're never really that mean uh side note like that you said that we're on tv because I like to live in my own delusions, Kim. I'm holding a microphone like no, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. So just back off and shh. Um, and <laughs> we, we are going to do uh, one more song and then film some exclusive content. Before that, we'd like to thank every single one of you Patreons. We love you. Jake Farr, Gerald Bailey, Cher T, Debbie Stanley, The Wallens, Jeff Plankenhorn, Brian Wolf, Earl and Ray. We love you. And be sure to check out Plank's new project, The Coyote. Um, we you love and I, I
3: selected this mug on purpose. <gasps>
1: for the The podcast if he's rocking a tonight show with Jay Leno I did put on my prosthetic because you were on there
2: right I watched your episode when you were on Jay Leno I was not
3: yeah I bought this from the NBC store in 2002
2: don't give it up Chase
1: the the whole story here I'm I'm saying you were a guest on the tonight show with Jay Leno
4: what
3: (laughs) that way you know it's yours
1: I was gonna say you pick it up and it's actually just Jay Leno's and it's full of apple cider vinegar and you're like what the (laughs) like
2: The matter with this psychopath. The thing is, I drink with my left hand, which is weird.
3: That's unfortunate. So then, so you never get to see the things that were designed on the mugs? I see them. <laughs> oh, you first. I guess that's better, actually. You get to experience yeah, them all. Yeah, because I
2: see, I get to experience it, but yeah. everyone thinks I'm just like, so everyone would just see guest one.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. Fair. What what if the show was called Get New Show? Guest one. We're stealing it. Okay, we're gonna hear one more song from Chase Gassaway. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take this time uh to send some tips toward Chase's Way at Chase Gassaway or on paypal at gmail And make sure you send with a fist bump and a merman emoji so that he knows that you listen to this show and you tipped him for that specifically. Or tell him that yeah, stuff. Who cares? Just tip him and make sure you send it now uh and join our Patreon while you're at it. Love you. Here's one more song. Woo.
3: And now it's to me, huh? So this is a song... I don't have a whole lot of love songs, but um, I do love my wife, and uh, she is the better part of me. I hope that when everybody writes my wiki, uh, furry biography one day that it just says, Married to Cassie Gasway because she's way cooler than me. And um, it, was, it was hard for me to write love songs uh, as a songwriter, because there's pressure there, so... If you are dating someone and you are a songwriter, there's the, you know, why aren't you writing songs about me? And it's not just really what I wrote songs about. And and it's because I've written love songs for other people just as a co-writer or as whatever. But if you're writing a love song for someone that you are actually in love with, you can't just lie and rhyme over and over again. You have to be sincere. And so it took me a good while to write a proper love song for my wife. Um, it's a little bit easier now. I've been married for a good while, but um, there was a time when I first moved to Austin and uh, we just live in this little apartment up in the Arboretum. And almost every night, I would just be downtown in the music scene, just like meeting people, networking. And it's part of the job. You just have to network and know musicians in order to get in the, the universe of the music culture. But it can be exhausting. And I came home one night late, and it was, you know, a successful night. I met, you know, some promoters and all that stuff. Uh, but she was asleep uh, trying to wait up for me. And I, I wrote down these lyrics and, and wrote this song that night. So this is called Fast Machines. <laughs>
4: get home much too late and find you in our bed asleep you tried to wait for me but couldn't keep your sad eyes open the shape you take inside the covers is a call to come and hide from the chaos and the clutter that keeps taking up my time and filling up my mind i don't need fast machines or tv screens if i got you I don't need silver spoons Or crowded rooms If I got you Well, I could stay awake Till my body aches And sleep away the afternoon But that won't do I'm coming home to you they say that movie stars are just like us without the scars but when the lights go out they're hoping they got someone they can hold and like a sailor in the city I feel strangely out of place What you see is just my body If my mind's in outer space And I felt like this for days But I don't need fast machines Or TV screens If I got you I don't need silver spoons Or crowded rooms If I got you Well, I could stay awake Till my body aches And sleep away the afternoon But that won't do I'm coming home The sweetest sound in this whole town is how you say my name. And neon lights can hypnotize, but nothing's gonna take your place. No, no, no. I don't need fast machines Or TV screens If I got you I don't need silver spoons Or crowded rooms If I got you I could stay awake Till my body aches And sleep away the afternoon But that won't do I'm coming home to you No, that won't do I'm coming home to you
2: Well, that was friggin' adorable.
1: Ooh, the feels <laughs> all the feels. Uh, thank you again to everyone who joined us this evening at Community Review Musicians. This is Chase Gasaway. Uh, if you had a good time, please, please tip him with a fist bump and a merman emoji. Merman. Yes. Merman. merman
0: Merman
1: with the trident. He's merman and tights. Manly tights, Um, Mm -hmm. thank you all for joining us. And please uh, continue to support us on Patreon. Uh, Tell your friends so we can embarrass them. It'll be fun. I think it'll be hysterical. Or, uh, you know, like join us, give us a review, send us- For an anniversary, let's do anniversary shout outs. How cute. I love
2: that. Yeah, birthday shout outs. I'm here for it. What, single, you want an ad?
1: oh yeah can we just go back to those i like, will just put your personal ads out like please review us or join yeah. us on patreon and send us your tinder profile and we will put that out on the internet
3: yeah mm-hmm. i don't know which way you're supposed to swipe all of that was before right i don't you swipe i, think
1: you're... I you mean swipe right if you like it yeah right if you like it right left good. if you left hate it if you don't it. that's fair um and also... next week yes, yes oh sorry is. Next week is Hardened and Tempered, uh, an incredible group. Uh, It's going to be super, super awesome and powerful. So come back uh, next week if you want to hang out with us. And we're about to film some exclusive content. Um, Thanks to everyone who tuned in tonight and commented. We really appreciate your time. And thanks again to Chase for joining us. Uh, We hope to see you again soon. IRL, when the world is less on fire. Yes. (laughs) Um, big round of applause to all of our supporters and Patreon another big round of applause to Chase Uh, we're going to cut this feed and film some exclusive content for you so uh, join our Patreon and stay tuned love
0: you bye love you mean it bye